So anyway, so who else have we got here? I thought somebody else logged in besides Joshua. No? Phoebe's here too. Oh, hi, Phoebe. Hi. So. Oh, we got somebody else that's came in. Marshall. Oh, hey, hey Marshall. Marshall. Hey. I downloaded the second one of those those crazy books of yours, Marshall, <laughs> on the mystery mystery discussion. Um, I'll I'll. Uh, in fact, I downloaded the second and the third one. Uh, <laughs> so I I may be reading them soon. They're on my TBR list. Well, I've already read the the entire series twice. <laughs> That's great. Yes, you must like them. Well, I am getting sick and tired of the books that I'm seeing on Bard. There just aren't that many that I think are any good anymore. Um, they've been putting up a they've been putting up a lot of mysteries lately. Yeah, but I don't think they're good mysteries from the. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. They're all much of a muchness. And what is interesting, now, there are at least two authors, and I can't remember their names now, who have tried to mimic uh, Tony Hillerman. (laughs) Nice try. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, hush. So, um, and, you know, they, they take place in New Mexico. They have Navajo characters and all this. And they really aren't as good as the Tony Hillerman books. They're, they're, um, what the heck do you call them? Um, something with off in it. I can't think of the word. Anyway. Um, Rip-offs? Well, <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean that's not the word I was thinking of, but they might be if you were going to pay for them. Knockoffs. Knockoffs. No, that that's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Knockoffs. Okay. Um so I don't know, but uh they they don't seem to be much good. Well, Yeah. You know, and I'm I don't know, it's just I just from the descriptions they give, I just don't grab them. I also don't like these omnibus books. Cuz for yeah. some reason, yeah. they seem bound and determined to tell you when they were written, which I don't care about. What I want to know is what's the book about. Right. Um, it, yeah, it does seem like the annotations on the omnibus are quite a bit shorter than, than they are in some of the other ones. Well, they're they probably only have so many characters, and when they take up at least a full sentence, just telling you when they were printed, which is isn't of much interest. You know, I kind of turn them off right there. 
Um, well, is uh, is Julia here yet? Julia, I can't tell. Oh, I don't think she is. Okay. Well, we will wait. Um, I mean, I hope she knows when her own book club is starting. Okay, I'm here. There you are. Hey, Julia. Hello. Hello, Julia. Oh, Josh is back. Are you, uh, are you recovered, Julia? <laughs> recovered from convention? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Good, good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did we ever meet? I can't remember. The convention is blur right now. <laughs> yeah, we did. Oh, good. Yep, yep. I thought we had, um, but I I couldn't remember. But uh, yeah, good, good. Yeah. So yeah, Julie and I, uh, Julia and I met at the convention the Rochester convention. Cool. So it was it was kind of neat because we never met in person before. So it was it was neat. It was it was nice to, you know, to put a body with the voice. <laughs> so. Yeah, kind of. Um, I guess so. everyone hmm see there's you there's Phoebe here too. Yep. I'm here. Okay. Cool. Uh-oh, and I just realized I did not answer David F.'s email of I don't know how many weeks ago. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Well, what did he want to know? Well, he was just um, talking about various fantasy books and stuff, but now I, it's like when you let it go too long and then you remember it's just really awkward. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But I think answering now is better than not answering at this point. Right. So... Okay, well, take it away. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the July, barely, by one day, 2019 oh, <laughs> edition of the Fantasy Group. Sorry, it's been one of those days. Um, brought to you by Accessible World and yours truly, Julia. Um, I don't know if everyone's going to do two books this month. But uh, I guess I'll go with the one I read this month, since I can't remember the one for last month. I know it was good. I'll have to look it up when maybe I'll send it to the list or something. I just got back from running errands. Um, I wanted, as many of you have mentioned previously on other, um, shall we say, episodes, for lack of a better word, I just wanted a nice feel-good book that I knew I was going to enjoy, so I went back to the good old Anne McCaffrey, Dragon Riders of Pern, because I haven't read a bunch of those books. And I read Dragon Eye, and I believe that's is it the second pass, I think, right before the second pass. It's so confusing, because she writes them, she doesn't, doesn't write them in chronological order, and so it makes it hard to figure out which book goes where. But I believe this was before the second pass and it was just nice to meet a new group of characters and dragons and stuff although the names kind of sound similar after you read a few of the books <laughs> and you have to remember wait which one which dragon goes with this person and why did this person sound like this person <laughs> but 
I really liked it, and I hope someone isn't sleeping. I hope not. <laughs> that would not be good. <laughs> Taking a nap and dreaming of fantasy books. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> I used to write songs in my sleep. Yeah, there you go. I is bad as I remember. That's one with a about four or five stories in it. Um, probably. But the ones ones that take place after oh dragons. Dragons of Sky or Sky Dragons, <laughs> where they start time traveling, uh, and were written by her son. They aren't. I didn't, never thought they were very good. No, I never did either. No. Yeah, I tried reading Dragon Harper, and I kind of, I don't know. Like I got so attached to Kindon that I sort of put up with the time travel. But yeah, it's really seriously annoying especially when you miss two of the books because they're not on bard or then one was on audible and the other one wasn't and i'm just like okay whatever right um and i haven't decided about the one that was written by her daughter oh right i saw that on bard i might read that maybe she's better writer (laughs) (laughs) well i think she is if i now i'm my mind stirs I think it's a little more about timer and right and in that that area. Yeah, that's what the synopsis said. I always liked him. I yeah, me, yeah, me too. He cool. Me too. He, he was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Just an irrepressible little fellow. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, um, I was feeling sort of in the same mood, actually. <laughs> Only I didn't read Anne McCaffrey. I went all the way back to C.S. Lewis. Oh, yeah. And I was reading The Complete Chronicles of Narnia. Great book. And I have gotten, well, uh, my two books are The the Magician's Nephew and uh, The Horse and His Boy. And oh, and uh, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, of course. Yep. And uh, I have to say that uh, they are just as great now as they were when I first read them. And I know they're for kids, and I don't care. <laughs> um, because uh, as an adult, of course, you know, you can read them on two levels. Um, you know, if you're really serious about reading them on two levels, I just wanted something that I could just read and not even hardly think about. So that's what I read this month. Cool. Well, I'm sure we've all read the Harry Potter books multiple times and they're for kids. Uh, right. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. I've read them two or three and watched all of the movies at least once. But I kind of lost my enthusiasm for Harry Potter when he got into the Goblet of Fire. Oh, just- well, you see, the thing about the, the Harry Potter books are 
that the odd-numbered books in the series are the best ones. The even-numbered books I didn't like as well. Two, four, six, and uh, two, four, and six I didn't like as well as one, three, five, seven, and nine, or one, three, five, seven. You know. Um, I disagree. That's my opinion, but. Well, yeah, you, you yeah. certainly are entitled to it. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like anything after. After Prisoner of Azkaban? After and including. Yeah, after the pris Prisoner of Azkaban. Oh, wow. How come? I just didn't didn't like the presentation. Maybe Too it was dark? because Harry maybe it was because Harry was growing up and I didn't really want him to. <laughs> well, unfortunately, that's something that happens to all of us. Yeah. By the second. <laughs> By the yeah. second. Oh, dear. Um well, I liked number 5. I didn't particularly like number six. And I, I thought six was pretty cool because six, you got to see all about, you know, Voldemort and everything. That was pretty cool. Well, yeah, uh, but that was a one-time read. The other, the other odd-numbered books are multiple-time reads. Oh, okay. Um, the I only think like five. Five was like all Harry and the other people weren't in as much. It was kind of... Well, I like number five because <laughs> the Order of the the Phoenix and all that, and I really like that. And then um, I, the only thing I didn't like about five was I was really put out with her when she got rid of Sirius Black. I just yeah, yeah me too. Sirius, he was cool. I, I really was put out with her. I really. Um, it's <laughs> funny. T Tony was like, "Oh yeah, I liked him, but oh well." <laughs> he didn't really care that he died, and he's like, "I know everybody else does, but I don't." <laughs> <laughs> the fall classic is so going to be interesting just, this you year. You know, it's just every time Harry looked like he was starting to get somewhere and having maybe having a a real family. Yeah, she killed, killed I know. That's the whole point. Exactly. That's the whole point, though. Yes. That's the whole point. Yeah, well, yeah. Unfortunately, I know it's the whole point. But do I have to like it? <laughs> no, you know, right. no, of course you. Of course you don't have to like it. That's that's the sad. That's that's how sad it is. He deserves. He deserved. You know, but he never got what he deserved. Which that's that's the that's the sad part. <laughs> but they they never seem to kill off any of the bad guys, and I'm not even sure they did in seven. Uh, I mean, Voldemort got killed off, but uh, the Malfoys it. didn't. Um, no, but see, the reason the Malfoys didn't, uh, Marshall, was because she... Well, the play. No, because she has a very strong feeling that um, people can be redeemed. And the whole Malfoy business is about redemption. Well, I don't look into books. I, I read books for entertainment. Well, I know I do too, but I mean, you know. But and I don't I, try not to think about things like redemption. I get that in Sunday school. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ain't that the truth? I but I mean, it's fairly obvious that she she feels that 
even though the Malfoys are uh, bad times, that uh, that they are they are recoverable, you know. Which and and I mean, I don't have to stretch to come up with that. I mean, she makes it fairly obvious. Oh, oh yeah, I, yeah. I didn't think of that, but like I said, I I think it goes back to high school when they assigned books. Oh, to read. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and they assigned enjoyable things like crime and punishment. Never oh, read gosh. it. Never read it. I had that on my Audible thing somewhere. Yeah, well, I think it was crime and punishment. I read. Uh, the, is that the one about the guy in prison and and uh, I think so. put the guy in the next cell by tapping on the wall? No, you're the you're the you're thinking of the Count of Monte Cristo. Oh, crime and, maybe I but am. Crime and Punishment is is is, is a Russian book. Raskolnikov. Yeah, yeah, it's just Dostoevsky. Yeah. yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I actually, it was every time I tried to read it, I'd fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, was clearly you're not. Well, wasn't it uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, James Harriet who? Uh, who, in order to fall asleep at night, would read the, the first two pages of the brothers, and because it would put him to sleep. Well, I've used books for that, and I may upset uh, Alan a little bit, but uh, I've tried a couple. Of, I've tried a couple of the Jack Reacher books, and they put me to sleep. <laughs> Well, uh, I don't like them either, which is why he's doing one this coming, you know, in August, and I'm well, on vacation. I'm going to try to read it. I don't guarantee it's going to work. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> okay. we ought to come back on fantasy because I think there's another <laughs> meeting after us. No, not to, not this month. Right. Do we have to change our time again? Is that going to be a problem? No, no, no. We're, you know. No. Um, I think I think we're fine as far as August goes. Oh, okay. Um, well, speaking of August, if you're going to be on vacation, who's going to? Or check uh, with Alan. Check with Alan. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> he he knows what's going on and what's what. All right. Okay. Um, let's see. Phoebe hasn't gone yet, and uh-huh. Marshall hasn't gone yet, and. Josh hasn't gone yet, so. Um, I guess I can go right now. Um, mm. So my book from, well, I guess I read it last month. It's actually three books. It's a trilogy. And um, only the first book is available on Bard, uh, but all three books are available from Bookshare. And uh, the title of the first book is Half Upon a Time by James Riley, and that's spelled R-I-L-E-Y. And um, as you can probably guess from the title, it's a fairy tale retelling. Um, And so in the book, uh, the main character is Jack, and uh, he... Uh, his grandfather is, um, you know, constantly trying to get him to uh, go out and 
rescue a princess and get married um but he doesn't want to do that and um anyway he's arguing with his uh grandfather about this one day and um you know he says that you know it's he does he shouldn't have to um you know practice anything like if it's meant to happen then you know a princess could just like fall out of the sky and um, <laughs> he would, then he if then he would rescue her then and of course as he says that a hole opens up in the sky and, <laughs> and um well the girl is wearing a t-shirt uh that says punk princess and um <laughs> This sounds hilarious. This sounds hilarious. Yeah, it turns out uh, she's from, um, I guess, our world, and you know, of course, she doesn't believe in magic or anything, but um, she, uh, you know, starts like telling Jack her story that and like how she uh, wound up there, and um, it turns out that her uh, grandmother was kidnapped and um by a man wearing green and a bunch of little short monster <laughs> people and um based on uh some things that she overheard while her grandmother was uh being kidnapped uh jack concludes that her grandmother must be snow white um who had gone missing, you know, several years ago after defeating the evil queen. And um, hmm. so as uh, so Jack uh, agrees to help her kind of uh, rescue her grandmother uh, um, because Snow White is this like big hero of, you know, their uh, world. And um, so, you know, they go on this adventure and um, you know they encounter kind of things that you would recognize from other fairy tales like there's a witch who wants to eat Jack at one point and there's <laughs> a giant who um, swallows Jack and um, you know there's you know a bunch of stuff happens and of course everything is not what it seems at first. Um, there's, you know, more going on. And um, as well, I don't want to spoil anything, but I will say the evil queen does end up escaping in the first book. And uh, the second and third books are um, in they have to try and stop her from you know her evil plans and um i like i would say the second book was my least favorite of a trilogy um i like the first book a lot and i think the third book was my favorite um and the characters in the first book are kind of um maybe not like Mm, they're not the most like well-rounded characters, but um, as the series continues, they do get um, they do actually have to make more like 
complicated um, choices about, you know, what is right and wrong. And um, I, I really like the third book a lot. Anyway, so that's it. That sounds good. <laughs> It does sound like a really good series. Who was the author? Uh, it was James Riley. Okay. <clears throat> I've, 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 I've heard of him. I've heard of him before. I know he, he's written. He's written uh, uh, another book series, but I can't. I can't think of. I can't think of uh, what it's called. But I've heard of him before. R i l e y. You said not the comments. Yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> do you okay. want to go, Josh, or do you want yeah. me to go? Oh, I'll, I'll go next if it's okay, Marshall. Uh, the book I read, I, I, I kind of went back to a classic book. Um, I kind of went back to a classic book, kind of like you, uh, Anne, and Julia did. Uh, I'd never read this book in a long time, but uh, but Audible, Audible recently um, – Audible recently put this up, and it's one that I'd wanted Audible to put up for years and years, and they finally put it up um, since I joined them. But anyway, uh, the book was The Phantom Tollbooth by Norton Juster. And uh, that, is, that is a very, very fun book. It's, it's, it's about a young boy named Milo, and this kid, he, he basically doesn't know what he, he – he's so bored, this kid doesn't want to do anything. If the kid's in school, he wants to be out. If he's out of school, he wants to be in. He just he, – he, he thinks that like everything's a waste of time and he doesn't, you know, really want to do anything. And then one day he gets home from school, walks, walks up, um, steps to his, his apartment, walks in his room and he finds, he finds a big, uh, the, a big wrapped up package, uh, on the floor by his bed and he opens it up and, and, and it's, and it's a, uh, and it's, and it's a, it's a, uh, it's a toll booth. And, and it says for Milo who, who has plenty of time. And then he, he decided first. He decided he doesn't want to do it. Then he's like, "Well, I'm not doing any. I'm not doing anything now. I might as might as well uh, might as well enjoy this." So he, he has a coin. The envelope has a coin in it. He sticks the coin in the, in the toll booth slot, and he and he actually he, when he puts it together, he has a. Um, I forget if he has a toy car already or the toll booth gives him. But anyway, he gets in this toy car and he and he start and he starts riding in into the uh, toll booth, and he ends up and he ends up on a road. And he, and 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 he, and, he, and, he, and he meets a watchdog, whose name whose name is Tock, and and uh, this dog looks like a clock. It's a it's a dog head, but the body is a clock. And the funny thing is, you, you think, you think the, the the dog's name is Tock, so you'd think the funny thing the, the book the book is all about uh, opposites, where you think the dog go would go Tock Tock Tock, he goes Tick 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 inst instead and there's all there's all this stuff there's all this stuff about where milo um in in order for the car to go he has to be he has to be thinking about things and when he stops thinking the car slows down and it, it totally quits and he ends up and he ends up in the doldrums and the doldrums are where where everything is the same they do, they don't they don't want you to laugh they don't want you to think they just want you to kind of just basically you know lie around and do nothing and then he starts thinking and then the car goes again and he ends up and he has a map with him and he doesn't know where to go and he puts his finger on the map and, and, and he goes to Dictionopolis and Dictionopolis is a city all about words and in the, mar the marketplace you, 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 can, you can actually buy words and 
And and and one of the creatures in the, the Dictionopolis, there's a spelling bee. who is an actual bumblebee, but he spells words. <laughs> and 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 uh, there's all there's all this fun there's all this funny stuff about about um uh there the, the, there are these five kind of um these five uh, royal personages to the king, and they're going to go to the palace, and and they get in this wagon, and 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 the and, the, and when, when the duke is like, wait. It, uh, Milo, make sure you don't talk because this wagon go. This wagon goes without saying. So when everybody is quiet, the wagon actually moves along. <laughs> so, oh God! Yeah. So there's a bunch. a bunch of. There's a bunch of really crazy. And the, the funny thing, some of this stuff is so obvious. I, I took me for a second. I was like, wait, what? You have to. You have to kind of. You don't. You have to kind of think in a little different way if you think too if you think too much about this you're going to confuse yourself if you just kind of just let them you know, read the book as is then you'll then you'll get it you're like you're like okay now i get it but but um but but uh, but this but um but to that that's the phantom told with by norton jester i believe i know it's an audible i, I think it's on bard i'm pretty sure but I think it's a pretty poor card of recording, and I'm sure Bookshare's got it. So, my recommendation: if you want a book that's it's only like five hours long tops, if that, if a real short, really funny book, and just to let you know, by the end, yeah, Milo he has to rescue the prince, the princesses of rhyme and reason, just oh, to just God. to let you know. <laughs> so, so it, 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 it's it's a lot, it's a lot of fun. It's it's all this, it's all this wit, very witty wordplay, and you know, kind of like. So some of your favorite ex- expressions, you know, kind of they, they, they come to life, kind of. So it's 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 a lot. It's a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it, and uh, it's 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 definitely one of those books where you don't you don't have to you know you don't have to think too much. It's it, it's fun. Good, sounds great. Yeah, it's good. It's a good one. Okay, Marshall, I think you're last on. Okay. Well. I noticed a couple of weeks ago that they put on another book in the Mercy Thompson series. And she is a mechanic who also happens to be a shapeshifter. She can turn into a coyote. And there are... In a universe where... um, well, she calls them the Fey. I'm not sure where that came from. Oh, but that's it, that's a Gaelic word. Yeah, well, people, don't you know? All of the things that they came up with, like brownies and a bunch of other different kinds of fantasy characters, reside, and they have werewolves and vampires and ghosts and witches and this time she starts out working on zombies and the zombies start showing up and of course Mercy and the werewolves of her pack have to go out and kill the zombies and I'm afraid if I said much more I'd I'd spoil it, but I didn't particularly enjoy it because I don't like zombies. Although I've never heard of midget zombie goats, (laughs) which are some of the zombies they have. Oh, my Um, word. They had a zombie dragon. Oh, no. 
What the heck? That's that's so that sounds so bizarre. A zombie. Awful. Yeah, that that doesn't seem like how how would that work? I don't see how that I don't no. see how that would work too well. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I, I just well, don't. Were, the witches were using it as a guard, kind of a guard. Oh, okay, it, okay. Uh, and it, it was one that the, had been created. Well, probably hundreds of years ago. Uh, but they go through all of this stuff and the bad guys get killed. Uh, they also kill off the Russian witch because it's oh, turned out she's, she's turned into a bad person. Ah. Oh, the Baba Yaga? Yeah. No, not Bob Yaga. They had a they had a witch that was there that in at the first part of the book you thought she was a per- good person. Right. Uh, Cuz she'd clean up right things That's... after you know the werewolf uh, the werewolves would get in a fight and they'd clean up after she would clean up magically afterwards. Right. Uh. But I didn't really enjoy the book. It just didn't grab me as well. Yeah. Uh, so. Well. It, and it sounds sort of interesting, but I'm not much for vampires and werewolves. Although I think was it last month that I talked about Jane Yellow Rock. Did I tell you guys about Jane Yellow Rock? I so. I've heard about that series. I know I've read about. I have that series. I haven't read them, but that's supposed to be a really good. Supposed to be it's a really good series. Good. Now, I if you if you really really don't like vampires, then don't read it. <laughs> if you're if you're ready to have a sort of an open mind, then you can read it. It's unfortunately, uh, Marshall. It's one of these omnibus things, but um. it's not too bad and. It uh, it there are four books, and Jane Yellow Rock is a uh, shapeshifter. She is also uh, Cherokee, half Cherokee, um, and so you get the the Native American mysticism, which is kind of interesting. And um, she is hired by the vampire. Uh, council of New Orleans to uh, hunt rogue vampires. Ah. And this is what she does. And so I won't say any more except to say that um, I can't remember the author. This is Faith Hunter, I believe. Ah, yes. Faith Hunter is the author. Yeah. Uh, Yep. And uh, so if you, if you, Want to try something different? Um, I liked her treatment of the vampires. I, I thought that was well done. Um, she made them less mysterious and more human, which was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, so I kind of liked it. Um, I'll have to try that one. You know, yeah. I read it, I read it in spurts. I read like one of the books, and then I went off to read something else, and then I came back and read the second book, and you know, like that. So it took me a while. Well, I think the I reason I got kind of hooked on this Melanie Thompson series 
is the politics of the wolf, uh, werewolf pack. Huh. Ah, okay. Well, I certainly understand. Uh, yeah. You guys, you guys could always try the Twilight series by Stephanie Meyer. Oh, okay. <laughs> just, oh just, just kidding. Just Deliver kidding. me. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> I, I can I don't, I, I don't know why that series ever became so popular. I just I don't understand it. I, I really don't why it became so popular at the time. Well, I think, Josh, it's because it was written to appeal to teenagers. A bunch of idiot teenagers. Yeah. Well, no. I think teenagers and idiots are some synonyms. Well, not necessarily. You know, you know, I I found I found I start I tried to read the first book, and I found it banal, or how do <laughs> yeah. you say that word? In the extreme, it was just so boring. It was. I mean, it's oh, I'm in the cafeteria, and he's there, but he doesn't see me. Oh, why doesn't he see me? You know, and and why doesn't he notice me? And oh, I like his shirt and this and that. And you know, I'm sorry, guys, but uh, I've been long past that kind of mentality, long long ago. And I, like I just I just found the whole thing just completely and utterly boring. I got through the first one, but I hit the second one and bounced. <laughs> I read them all. I, I read the whole series, and the only, the only reason I read them is this reason. The first one was so bad, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is terrible. <laughs> let me think. Let me try the second one. It's got to be better, right? It yeah, has to be. Uh, read the second one. It was, it was all right. Third one. Fourth, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to – I just read them all. I'm like, they have to get better. Uh, no, they don't. <laughs> They and like I said, it's, it's, I, read, I read them all from I read I read them all from Bard, maybe about a year or two a year or two after they became really popular, and I was just like, what is everybody talking about with this series? I've heard about them. Let me just let you know. Let, let me let me just read them, and I'm like, I'm like, ah, no, 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 <laughs> no way. Well, but, Josh, you know the story about the the uh, the guy who who was walking up the mountain. And he found a rattlesnake, and the rattlesnake was all cold because it was up on top of the mountain. Oh, won't you please carry me under your shirt so that I can be warm? And wouldn't you just please carry me down to the to the uh, to the bottom of the mountain? And of course, the guy who's a good guy says, "Oh yeah, okay, no problem." So he puts the rattlesnake under his shirt, and uh, he carries the rattlesnake down to the desert. You know, and um, he he lets the snake go, and the snake bites him. <laughs> and he says to the snake, "Well, why did you do that? I mean, here I've done you a favor. Why did you do that?" And the snake says, "Well, you knew what I was." <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, it's like, it's yeah. All, if it's if it's if the first book is bad, the second book is probably going to be bad too. <laughs> That's why I quit when I was ahead. I got about a quarter of the way through the the, the first book, and I thought, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was the the, the the writing was so bad. The writing was so bad. It was just like, <laughs> it 
It, it, yeah. yeah, it was it was so bad. I mean, I, yeah. I'm surprised. I'm surprised she got an English degree from Brigham Young, Brigham Young University. <laughs> but oh, she that does surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh that's, my gosh! Yeah, well, that's, well, you've got to understand that there is a real rivalry between the University of Utah and BYU, and BYU is looked down on because of it being a Mormon school and the attitude people have toward Mormons. Um, you know, they don't regard it as a Class A school. Um, uh-huh. And I frankly don't really credit English degrees with having the imagination to write a good book. And I've been, a guy, a friend of mine, have been complaining about science fiction. Ever since they made science fiction a subject you can get a course in, that it's gone downhill. <laughs> well, you might be right about that, Marshall. I don't well, know. Well, I used to read analog religiously. So did I. Back with, Back when they had Ben Bova and Stanley Schmidt, but they've changed to a new author, and the stories are just, they're just not there. I hear you. I hear you. Because I've I've been the same thing, although since I got my new iPhone, I've decided to, to catch up on my magazines, which I keep downloading from Bard and haven't read. So I've been downloading. Oh, you have an iPhone now. Woo-hoo. Well, no, it's it's actually a, a Android phone, but it's it's very cool. It's called the Smart Vision Two, and Ooh. it's um, by Capsus, and mm. it has a screen, you know, like any smartphone, but it also has buttons. It has oh, a keypad. Really. I've been complaining to Apple about their phones, and I'm. If they go to this thing where the thing doesn't have any buttons, and you've got it's got to see your face to let you in. Right. Uh, I I've sort of told them that I'm not going to buy buy it, and I will switch back to a phone with buttons, even if it's an Android. Well, you know, you might take a good hard look at the um, Smart Vision 2. If you Google it, you'll find it. It's it's sold by um, uh, View Plus Technologies. You know, the, um, the guys in Oregon. Okay. It's the people who uh, usually make uh, low vision stuff. So... I got an iPhone. I got. A, I've got an iPhone eight. I've got an iPhone eight. I don't like the thing very much because I can't. I can't type on the gosh darn thing. That's my biggest. That's my biggest issue right now is typing. And what is well, this Siri dictate. Yeah. Well, well, but the problem is you can't you can't dictate if you got to put in passwords to get to, you can't dictate if you got to put in passwords. Or well, that's true. Siri Siri is only good for certain things. Is Siri good for sending text messages? She's great, but 
I have to have someone hush. It heard me heard me say its name, but it, <laughs> not, but, it, but but it's not good. But it's not good at like if I've got to put in put in a contact. I can't I can't use Siri to put in a person's you know first name, last name, phone number. Well, so that's I mean, why Siri well, can only do certain yeah, things. Yeah, you can dictate. There's a dictate button on the keyboard. Yeah, but the problem is getting to that dictate button is the issue. With well, this, that's I mean, Puckham. Oh, I really oh. like this phone I have. I really, really do. I really like this phone. Unless they changed it. I have the 6S Plus, and that's not a problem. Unless they changed it on the 8, where the dictate button is, because I don't have any problems getting to it. Well, my my old problem is I'm not used to a full flat screen. I'm used to buttons. Trying to figure oh, out whether okay. anything has a complete flat screen with no but no buttons. How do you, where's where's your point of reference? How do you? I mean, using a computer that's one thing, but but it's yeah, it's I'm having. I mean, I've got it, but only reason I got it is because my flip phone totally, totally, completely died on me. Totally just yeah. dead, and I. Had to get something else, and I heard about you know the, you know the, the seeing AI, be my eyes, all those apps. I'm like, man, that'd be really cool. So I'm like, what's an iPhone eight? I'm like, let me get an iPhone eight. It's got the home button. Figure I could use it. Well, that it's you're just, you're yeah, just suffering um, the learning curve of a new new machine. No, but even I complain fun. about it occasionally. I was trying to put in some stuff into one one phone number in my contacts. <laughs> And one thing Apple does that I hate is they decide, and I guess all manufacturers do this, but it's, my, it's a particular bugaboo, how things are going to work. And in this particular case, I needed to type in commas, which you can find on the keypad. But the problem is if you hit shift, and to me shift means, you know, lock, and it'll shift for one character. Then it automatically right. switches oh, back yeah. to the yeah, other one. Yeah, that's annoying. <laughs> uh, you have to keep shifting the, uh, if you want stuff in all caps. Yeah, well, maybe, I don't know. I just occurred to me, maybe I should try a triple tap. Yeah, the triple tap, that, 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 that turns caps lock on. Um, trip, well, I don't know. If, caps lock on. I don't know if that works in the phone when you're editing on a phone. And the other thing I don't like is all the help they try to provide. And this is on the Mac as well. You know, you start typing a character, uh, something into like the search field for Safari, and it wants to fill stuff in for you. And I, it oh, generally picks the wrong stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, and, I think you can turn off autocorrect. But I don't, uh, I don't know you because can't. someone helped me with it. I did turn it off, and it doesn't stop it. Oh, really? Oh. Um, the other thing is, if you're in iTunes and type in the name of a song, uh, the name of something, it goes bloop, 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 bloop. And I keep <laughs> telling them, I don't want to hear bloop, 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 bloop. Huh. <laughs> I've never tried to do that. I just dictate because I have like so little songs. And now that iTunes and in its infinite stupidity decided to make you subscribe to their thing for $10 a month. It's like, well, then I'm not buying any more songs. Sorry. Because <laughs> you can't. You have to well, subscribe to their streaming service. You can't buy songs anymore on iTunes. 
Really? You know, and... Oh, well. I think we need to stop trying to make everything technological. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> well, I, I well, agree, but I, I don't think it's going to happen. Saying, Marshall. I really do. Anyway, guys, um, I was up till 1130 last night. Whoa. Ooh. Because various reasons, but it, you know, the, the main no. reason was that I went out for a couple of hours early in the evening, and when I came home, I hadn't had dinner yet, so I had dinner, and then I could, you know. Anyway, I never got to bed till 11 o'clock or whatever the heck it was, 11.30, so uh, do we have any more from Fantasy? No. no? And think of any at the moment. Well, if you guys don't mind, I am going to leave this meeting. Hopefully, I won't turn it off for all of us or for all of you. If I do lose you, do you and, and you you find that you can't talk to each other again, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I will try not to do that. How's that? Sounds good. That's okay. Good night, everybody. Good night, Ann. I'm going to log out, too, so... Yeah, me too. Sorry, I think we're killing the party here. <laughs> yeah, so have a good month, everybody. Have a good month, you guys. Yep, have you, a good see month. See you next month. Yep, see you next month. See you next month. Yep. Leave meeting. Yes, I want to leave meeting. Yes. <laughs> I think. Well, I thought I left. Leave meeting.